0: Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey friends, wanted to consider a thought with you from Inner Revolution. Think about these words, love looks forward. Now, if I was to ask you, what are you looking at? We could describe what our eyes are taking in. Maybe we ask another person what they're looking at. Maybe they're all looking at the same thing. But it's amazing how people come up with different conclusions. Some focus on things that are important or important to them. Maybe they focus on things that are small. Or maybe they're just not even looking at something, but they're looking at something beyond So I want us to think about tonight, just for a few minutes, love looking forward. Now, in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 25, we see that the writer is saying to have your eyes look straight ahead and do not look to your left and right. This is what love does. Love does not look backwards. It certainly learns from its history, but it's constantly looking forward. Sometimes people are so captivated by their past. And maybe they're in a quandary in their present that they cannot look forward. They're kind of stuck where they are. They're looking down. They're looking all around. But the writer of Proverbs 4.25 is saying, Look straight ahead. Now, the beautiful thing about the love of God is that we're always learning how much God loves us. This is what moves us forward. We're understanding in Ephesians 2.1 that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us he didn't look at our condition, he loved us into our position he was looking beyond our disposition, and he was moving us to experience our position. This forward thinking or this forward motion is that love does not leave us where it finds us but it moves us closer to Christ and his love. so to the measure that we receive this love is to the measure that we 're going to love other people. this is why love. Looks forward. It's incredible. Love looks forward. It presses forward. In Philippians three fourteen, there's definitely resistance in a relationship or circumstance where uh, you love someone, and there's some resistance or pushback to that love, a misunderstanding to that love. But God's love moves us forward into the potential and the ability that Christ has for us. So I just did a wedding tonight, and I was thinking about this for the couple, that in their relationship to look ahead, yes, we need to be in the moment, but we also need to be loving the person with Christ's love in who they will become. Not who they are now, but who they will become. Maybe there's someone in your life that you're frustrated with, or just wondering why won't they grow up, or difficulty in just how they uh, live their life, as First Corinthians talks about <clears throat> when I was a child, I thought and spake as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things first corinthians thirteen twelve it 's very true love does that it moves us into a maturity there's no fear in love, but love casts out all fear over and over in the book of first john, second John, third John, specifically first John. Uh, over 26 times it talks about love. In that agape love, <clears throat> God is looking, loving, and leading us into his great love. Now, we cannot love with this love unless we first receive it. This is not a love that you and I possess, especially in relationships where <clears throat> the tendency is that we will try to change the person. We'll love you when you have all everything in order. <clears throat> Uh, will love you when you stop annoying me. We'll love you when I get or you get what you want. No, no. This love that God is saying is unconditional. It is. It thinks no evil, believes all things, bears all things, hopes all things, endures all things in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6. It's a dynamic love. And this is why God's love looks forward into Jesus Christ. So today... When you're thinking about yourself, let the love of God move you forward into God's mind. Maybe when you're thinking about other people, instead of being critical and thinking about their, their just the just their disposition or their condition or what's wrong with somebody, say how can I love this person with Christ's love and move them into the potential and position that Christ has made them to be. Love looks forward love moves forward this is forward thinking giving what's needed before it's deserved giving what's needed giving what's needed this is so necessary in relationships because what happens is we become the jury and the judge and unfortunately we cancel out or write off people instead of loving them what changes people love produces the change love produces the change so again, we don't, we don't enable people to live in their weaknesses, but we empower people by loving them. Now, what does that look like? It means that I'm speaking faith, speaking potential, speaking truth, pointing and looking at something, uh, just like an artist as he paints or she paints the, the canvas. The, the finished product is already in their hearts and minds and in their mind's eye. This is a great way to live. Love looks forward. Love is not looking at today or tomorrow. Love is looking at one year, five years, ten years ahead. Now don't misunderstand me we want to stay in the moment with people. I've learned that with millennials that you want to be in the moment with them, uh, just celebrate what they're celebrating but be in the moment. be you know take the time and be in the moment with them and uh, enter the moment. Don't just uh, don't just bounce off and and uh, miss the opportunity. but love, love again, love is looking at something, it's looking at it's looking at truth. This is why in first Corinthians thirteen: five love thinks no evil. That's a powerful thought. I think evil. Maybe the wrong kind of love is expecting something and gets disappointed, but love thinks no evil. love is. Maybe my love is disappointed, maybe my love is lacking, for sure, but God's love is full. God's love is unconditional. God's love is perfect. And this is what gives us a healthy mind and a healthy soul. So this forward thinking, looking ahead and bringing what's ahead to to the moment that we live in today. Now, we don't want to live too far in the future expecting things about the future and missing what we're living in today. That's the balance. If what I'm looking for takes away from my present, then we need to uh, just come back and say, I don't want to miss my moments. I don't want to miss today. I don't want to live in my past. It's so interesting. Love does not look backwards. It's like driving a car and looking at your rearview mirror, that small little mirror. It's not meant to keep our eyes there. But we are meant to move forward in that in that huge windshield, God's, God has a front view, just like in our armor, as Christians in Ephesians six, uh, you know there's no armor for retreating or for, our, or for our back. This is where Satan can really take advantage of us uh, because uh, because we are looking uh, backwards or considering the past, or we're stuck in the past, or we're frozen in the past, was thinking about a brother recently that's frozen in his past, and all he can think about is what happened, and there's no strength or capacity to look forward, right? Why? Because there's no hope. There's no hope. Why? Because somehow there's been despair and no desire to, uh, to think about what God could do in the future. In relationships, in the way that we think about ourselves, in motivation, I think motivation is a huge factor where people need to be inspired. They need accountability. They need deadlines and challenges. But inspiration is the greatest motivation. And this happens as we look forward. We, be, we are dreamers. We are uh, imagine, imagining Uh, something great in our heart before God. This is why a vain imagination is so uh, deadly. That's why pornography in a man or woman's life is like a mistress and it steals away the imagination and it uh, perverts and corrupts uh, the inside of 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 a human being and it causes someone to look down in shame to look down in guilt, to look down in fear. But looking forward, God says, I will bring you beyond yourself. I'll bring you beyond your sin. I'll bring you beyond what you can ask or think. Proverbs 4.25, just keep looking straight ahead. Uh, know that I died for you while you were yet helpless, hopeless, and in sin, in Ephesians 2.1. Uh you know, again, we're, we're seeing in Isaiah 43:18, do not consider the past or the former things, but look forward, look forward. What could God do today in your life? What could God do in the moments of prayer, faith, meditation? As you take a step of faith, what could God do in your life? What could God do as you forgive somebody? What could God do as you take a step of faith and uh, cast down doubt and fear? What could God do if we were vulnerable and just, just gave love and grace to someone that was most undeserving? What could God do? Well, God would push you forward. It's just like the principle of a slingshot. As God brings you in, he will send you out to that same velocity that you were brought in by. And that's an interesting point. We could say that about a bow and arrow. To the measure that you pull back the string and let it go, that, that tension... We're brought into Christ. We're brought into fellowshipping with his love. We're learning love. We're learning grace. We're learning truth. We're learning humility. We're learning patience. And we're being brought in close to him. And then what happens? God lets us go and we are sent out with, with a thrust that pushes us into territories and places where we are the health in the unhealthy places. It's amazing, just amazing to think that God is always leading us beyond ourselves. God is leading us into a place of, of uh, where we decrease and He increases. Just very encouraged with you tonight, thinking about these thoughts, that love looks forward. Sin looks backwards. Sin looks inward. Sin looks at other people jealousy looks at other people and competes with people uh, we see that shame uh, and guilt you know we have made a mistake and then we take on the identity of that and say that we are a mistake all these things make our world very small and very uh, and steals the joy so when we talk about motivation, it's a beautiful thing to dream with God and say, Lord, where will you take me in 2021? Where will you take me? So many fear with the pandemic and the vaccinations and all the government restrictions and the overreach of government. And I'll be honest, I'm shocked at the way people have tolerated the, uh, the, the freedoms being taken away. You know, I remember reading one author that was talking about pre-war Germany, and he said that people will give up their securities, uh, people will give up their liberties for their securities. Think about that, giving up our liberties for our securities. As we're seeing that today, who's to say that we're gonna be healthy or this vaccination's to make us healthy? Who's to say this vaccination really even works? Who's to say that the numbers are really accurate? Love moves beyond all this. Love thinks no evil. Uh, there's a love that passes knowledge in Ephesians 3:17 through 19. Love passes knowledge. Love passes the facts. Love passes the experience. Love passes the track record. Love passes the good and the bad, the successful and the floundering. Love supersedes that. And just as peace passes understanding. It's like one of these two runners. They're in a race and they surpass the lead runner. What do you have your eyes on today? What is it that's caught your attention? What is it that's caught your, your mood? Let love move you forward. Let go of the things that hold you back. Let love move you forward. So important in relationships to not look at what you can understand, but to look unto the God that is able to give you what you don't understand, or give you wisdom in what you don't understand. You know, one writer said it like this, love is not logical, love is chronological. What does that mean? Well, love is certainly logical and reasonable on so many levels, but it's not restricted to logic. It's not just one plus one equals two. It's not just uh, a formula. We know that if any of us has any real relationships, love is exceptionally messy. But love is chronological, which means uh, that over time and decisions, things will be made more clear. Just like someone standing 300 meters away, we can discern different parts of them. Maybe we can see them a little bit far away. But as we take a step of faith, as we take steps towards that person, they become more and more clear. It's the same thing in our Christian life, chronological, seasons, decisions, actions, all of these things make love, make more sense. I think as we get older, we begin to appreciate love and faith and grace. And uh, why? Because we've seen so many bad examples in the flesh and we, and we come across perfect love and we say 1 John 4:16 through 18 Lord perfect us in that love uh, John 17 Lord we want to abide in that love so that we will be perfected in that love as Jesus said to his father about us well just to encourage your hearts today whatever you're looking at make sure it's leading you forward uh, just like just like a, a, a hook that's around a boat and something greater is pulling it. You know, let's be pulled and drawn in by the love of God. Let's let the Holy Spirit lead us to a rock that's higher than I. Let's look beyond the obvious and take a look into the mystery. You know, someone once said, you know, Life doesn't make sense, but you know what? It makes more sense with Christ. It makes more sense with truth. It makes more sense with love. Don't hold back love from the most undeserving recipient. Be generous with your love. Let it be a seal upon your heart and a seal upon your arm. Let it be the strength of your life. In Song of Solomon eight six. Well, our greatest need is to be loved, to have a sense of significance to have a experience of belonging. These are all fruits of being loved by God. Having that first love, having that place of fellowshipping, where God projects his great value on you. How do you love somebody? Sure, it's maybe doing something for them. Maybe it's doing what they want. Sure, that's a level of love. But love is sacrifice. Love is a choice. Love is projecting on them a value that they don't even understand. This is why uh, it's so important to speak and minister the love of God. And we must learn it personally. We must learn it for our own selves, because we cannot love unless we first have received this love. Somebody try to love with their own strength. It just doesn't work. It stops. But God's love never fails. So as we learn this love and receive this love, we will love others or love ourselves to the measure that we've received this love. One of the greatest uh, warnings we could say is that don't stop letting God love you. You know, so many think they're strong enough and so many think they know what the love of God is. Well, the love of God, if we caught a glimpse of it, would, would cause us to weep, would cause us to be very silent, would cause us to be very thankful that a perfect God who doesn't need anything, wants us, wants our love, wants our worship. Today, just to encourage our hearts, let love move you forward. Thinking of the, the, the prodigal in the pig pen, eating the husks and the, and the garbage or the leftovers that the swine was eating, what moved him out of there, remembering the father's heart. The father's heart moved him forward. To the Lord, you know, in these last days, uh, it's not winning arguments that's going to lead people forward. It's not rebuking people, even though that there might be a season for that. Uh, it is loving people in the moment, loving people with God's love, uh, loving them where they're at, and challenging them, and uh, letting God move them out of a place of disadvantage. Or in a place of uh, restriction or being stuck, you know, depression, anxiety, stress, all of these natural things we all deal with. Love wants to move us beyond those things and into a large place, into a place of freedom, into a place of rest, into a place of hope, into a place of joy uh, to turn in the spirit of heaviness for the garment, the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Cast off the heaviness. Cast off the seriousness. Cast off the overanalyzation. Cast off the whole overthinking. Let love lead you into a healthy place. Let love lead you into a perfect place. Let love lead you into a place of victory. Let love lead you into empowerment uh, of the Spirit. Let love uh, lead you into a revelation of who God is. Let love lead you, draw you, strengthen you, demonstrate uh how valuable valuable and important you are in the kingdom the love of god the love of god the love of god this is uh the greatest uh the greatest gift from heaven no one can love us like jesus no one can love us like jesus thank you jesus you love us today let it let it move you forward into a deeper relationship let it move you forward in prayer let it move you forward in worship. Let it, mo- let it move you forward in worship. Let it move you forward into boldness. Let it, move it- let, you- let it move you forward into conviction. Let it move you forward into saying no to sin. Let it move you forward to saying yes to God rather than living in my natural understanding and my smallness, forward thinking, moving forward in the love of God. God bless you. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.